0: came from last year 2020 is that there's a continuation of this spirit of orphanhood explain yourself pastor thank you for asking there are people that to this day don't return to church I'm not just talking about our church I'm talking about churches everywhere Uh, pastors that have shared with me their own experience we have friends pastoral friends that have seen the same the the presence of people uh, have lowered have decreased in numbers many have not returned not because of the fear it's not because of covid or because of the sickness. It's because of the spirit of orphanhood. The spirit of orphanhood that inhabits in middle in the middle of the church. Just like the way numbers represent uh certain things in the bible and i have shown this in the discipleship and when we get to number 10 of of the topics that i was talking about during wednesday number 10 number 10 deals with something special coming from God and and understand what I'm saying especially if, the, if you're taking notes 2020 represents something that finished last year but also represents something that is going to happen in this year So, what we were living in last year was the end of a season. So, number 10 announces something new. Twenty twenty was the end of a a, uh, a decade, ten years, and it it in twenty twenty one brought a restart to us. Things happened within the government, uh, within the states, and I believe with all my heart that a season has has come to this church. And I believe that last year ended a season and in this year has brought something new where he's going to release things that weren't able to be activated last year, but they have started to activate themselves in 2021. Look, 20 years or 10 years, was the amount of years that it took for the the ark to be taken out of Israel but in the 10th year blesses a man and tells him I need you to return this glory back to my house I don't know who I'm speaking to but the glory of God is going to return to your home the glory of God is going to come back to your home because your season is finished and something new has begun to release itself over your, over your home in this year 20, 10 years uh, t- sorry 20 years 20 years it took the people to come out of slavery Deborah begins to pray over her people. And we're talking about a woman here. And she and she says, "The glory will not be for man. The glory will will be for a woman." Prepare yourself women I was feeling it in my spirit to say prepare prepare the women because there's something coming for the women this year in all areas in areas of government there's a movement of women in the holy in the in the spiritual as well you know why because it is to give it war to the enemy Prophetically speaking, the book of Genesis says that you will take on your enemy. And you're not just going to give the enemy war. Prophetically, the the word. The word and, and and God's promise over you has already marked a promise over your life. All that you worked for, all that you sacrificed, all that you invested in. That all that time that you were there, you didn't lose it. You didn't lose. It just got stuck. It was held for a second. But what didn't get to you, but what didn't get to you is gonna now allow something to be released over your life. There are things that were not lost and we count them as losses. Do you know why? You know why they didn't get lost? They just accumulated themselves to be released in a time like this. They just were, were held. They were held back so that they could be released in a time like this. There are people that have let go of their, their livelihoods, their careers, because of the losses that they've had because they don't know who gave them a name, because they don't know who called them. Brothers and sisters God doesn't have orphans God does not hold orphans God has sons and daughters and he takes care of them the Lord has sons and daughters and he holds them close Jesus in the middle and of his prayers when he was being cru- crucified In the middle of his prayer he says He says my father If it's possible Let this pass over me And and now I'm ready to preach I I just got started I'm only in the introduction I haven't even gotten into it 1 Corinthians 4, 15, and I'll know that you have it because you will be standing on your feet. And if you believe that I am your spiritual father, then you're going to take this word to heart and you're going to believe it with me even though you had loss, even though you felt like you've had loss, with your family, with your children, over your home, we're going to release something. Even if you have 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Jesus Christ, In Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father. Take your seats. God is doing something in this house. God is doing something in this house. preparing ourselves to go evangelize very soon and to the people who said "Uh, I love the evangelism we're about to find out let me see I love the Lord well let me see I love to serve Him. well let me see God is doing something. But before he continues, there are principles in the spiritual realm that he has to repair and give a foundation to release and to give. And that takes us to point number one. It's important to break the spirit of orphanhood. Tell your name, tell your neighbor, rip and break chains of the spirit of orphanhood. There are things that He's going to accelerate for His church, but before. Many of those things first have to align themselves. And one of those things that needs to align itself, it's the paternity. It's the paternity. That's why it says here, even if you have 10,000 guardians, teachers, leaders. This and this this went home for me. It says you do not have many fathers. He's recognizing that paternity. There has been a war that has been raging from the heart of, of hell. Not just... That hasn't just been hitting the world but has also been hurting the church. and with our blood we have a war raging inside of us have you ever heard the expression that makes my blood boil that means that there's a fight within you there's a war within you and everything else that fights the flesh and we all fight with that. We all fight with our flesh. I'm pretty sure some of you guys fought it this morning. You didn't want to wake up to come to church. But you fought with your flesh to be here. But, there, but there's something that goes beyond that as well. statistic that says that 75% of marriages will end after six years, six or seven years. And that's why many times we also have children in the Simmon that jump from home to home. There are millions of children that go from home to home. There's a whole system that takes these children in because there's no paternity figure. There's no one to look at, uh, to take these children in. And so you don't feel bad, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that I am also part of that statistic. For a long time I was created by my, I was raised by my grandma. there's a generation that is being raised in the orphanhood. And why am I speaking about this? It's because this is important. This is a spirit. This is a spirit that has been released and it is destroying paternity, the spirit of paternity. difficult because these are five things that that or the spirit of orphanhood takes from so the first one is guidance it takes away guidance it takes away purpose it takes away the identity it takes away the inheritance and it takes away the Uh, and it also the the last one it also takes away the legacy and this theme is important because this talks about how our characters built And my job as a spiritual father is to guide you into where your purpose can be, to show you how to bless your household Verses, but Job, uh, chapter twenty-four, verse nine says, "The fatherless child is snatched from the breast; the infant of poor of the poor is seized from a debt." And when we live in this in the spirit of orphanhood, there's nobody to feed us. There's nobody to give us that those nutrients that we need. So with number one, if you don't have the guidance, where are you going? Well, some of us struggle because the things that we should have learned at home, we didn't. Because we were, we were raised, we were raised in a home that, um, they, where they didn't show us what we needed to show. Uh, bless the heart of the grandparents, right? there's no guidance, when there's no direction, you're not gonna know where you're going. Number two, you lose the purpose of life. You lose your designated spot. And we're living in those times where we don't know our identity. Especially our young people. There's a transition there. For looking. To look for their identity. Which is number three. And sadly. I'm I'm going to go into a little bit of depth here. There are. uh, Emotional orphans. Some children may grow up with a home, with a father, with a mother, but they don't have any emotions. Yesterday my, my family went to a, a gathering, a family event. And um, my my wife came home a little bit late and my she apologized to me and she's like, I'm sorry, you know, my uh, Nathan was was playing with his cousins and, and and having a time with his with their family. But look, what I'm taking to that taking this to Are there men of God in this house right now? Are there men in this house? Are there men of God in this house? A legacy and God has promised us not just to provide or to give life or to give but as men of God we must leave a legacy that affects the lives of our children so that they can affect their generation through the evangelism do you understand or do i say it again our promise as a father is not just to provide our promise is to leave a legacy my son is already talking about being a pastor in mexico Hopefully he didn't hear me, because... The legacy is part of our responsibility so that they can also leave a legacy to their generation. It has to affect in a powerful way,
1: as well as their
0: generation. Many of us can be like, oh, my father, my father, my, my dad. But we don't, we don't just need a father. We also need a covering. I want you to pay attention to this. and it says Overmore we have all had human fathers who discipline us and we respected them for it how much more should we submit to the father of spirits Are spirit body and soul and I have to clarify this and we we make up as as humans we are made up of spirit, body and soul and this is the second point. When it says Father of Spirits. When you die, what happens? Your spirit goes where? It goes back to the Father. are first a spirit and then that has also a soul. Your spirit and your body and your soul have three different functions to the paternity. Your spirit, your body, and your soul have different different functions. And I'm almost finished here. Our father of spirits
1: communicates
0: with the spirit. So the way you connect yourself with the father is through your spirit. And it says in his word that it is in spirit when when you're worshiping, when you're giving your all, you're connecting yourself in spirit and in truth. Emphasis on spirit. The father never, the father never will connect with you. And he will not connect with you with your soul. You know why? Well, ask me. Why, Pastor? Because your soul is full of emotions is full of feelings it's a variation you see how god makes everything perfect and we're like don't look at me don't touch me and all this stuff but but we are a variation of feelings of emotions and that's why god cannot connect with you through your through your soul he can't speak to you through your soul He only does that through your spirit. When you hear the voice of the spirit, you understand the voice of God. Because the Father is speaking. There's something operating differently. Now, your body also has a father what is your father's name what is your dad's name you guys are orphans nobody has a a father here I'm talking about a biological father even if they haven't been there your whole life, they're still your biological father. You you weren't born from nothing. That's a, a whole nother assumption then. Mine's is, my father's name is Carlos Chuta de Leon. Um, blessed to the Lord that he has been a minister all his life but he is my biological father soul your soul see your spirit is connected to what? I'm, I'm gonna go down there. Your, your soul is connected to what? Your father of what? To the father of the spirits. Uh, I'm not confusing you, right? Yeah, yeah. Or can you already smell the us I see some sniffing the air. <laughs> uh, I want you to understand this. I don't want you guys floating somewhere else. Because I want you to understand this. Because next week I'm going to talk about the six blessings.
1: because God doesn't
0: want to bless us. Excuse me. It's that God has a plan for everything and how he's going to bless us and what. So our spirit is connected to what? The Father of Spirits. We're also first a spirit and then a body, and, and you. I want you to understand this. That's why I'm repeating it so many times. <coughs> Also has a father. I pro- I'm pretty sure some of you guys don't even want me to mention your father's names, or mention your. You don't even want to mention your father's name. But those who find themselves in the Lord have a new father. So let's let's clear that air right there. But now, our soul. Also needs a paternity figure. And ask me why. Why? Why would you need one? And it's because my soul also needs to be raised and also needs guidance. And for your soul, what do you think? That's why me and pastor, my my wife is why we're here. To guide that. Our responsibility is, is not to tell you what to do. Our responsibility is to guide you and give you direction in the things of God. But in your home, in your life, that's your business. But as a spiritual father, I have to guide you to green pastures to show you where and give you directions to heaven but that but the decision of whether you do it or not is up to you that and i don't know if you're listening to me because i didn't hear any amen so i don't know if you guys heard me but that's the the point of of why sometimes we get lost or why we allow the spirit of orphanhood to enter our lives. And I was one of those. And I've mentioned it before. That when somebody would leave me, I, I would I would feel hurt. And I would feel pain. When people would leave the church, it would hurt me. Because I felt like they were abandoning me. Right? Pastora? And I would look for them on Facebook and I would follow their lives and, and see how they were doing. But that's a spirit of orphanhood. And I would feel bad and I would say, Oh, oh they they left me and I and I don't and I don't have them anymore, and I don't have this anymore. But God had to work in me. And he had to bring liberation to my life, especially as a pastor. And I had to leave that spirit of orphanhood. And I know that he has called me by name. And God told me he knows what I'm going to do with this person and that person. But worry about yourself. And now I can say, well, if somebody wants to leave and... Then it was that means it was their season and it was them. and if they do it out of a spirit of rebellion then I you know I don't bless them out I don't bless them. They don't leave with a blessing sorry. And my, my pastor Pastor Gary Hawley once told me that you cannot bless those who are leaving in rebellion in rebelliousness. Because when you leave a place, you want to leave it with a blessing, right? When you leave this place, you want to leave with a blessing from pastors, right? Because that's what's going to allow you, you know, to do well later. And I don't know if you've ever noticed that when you, maybe you leave a church that you weren't supposed to and you leave it from rebelliousness and then you go to one church and something doesn't work out and then you jump to another one and it doesn't work out and then you jump to another one and it doesn't work out. The church is not about just saying hallelujahs and giving your, and your offering. There's more. This is something serious. This is life or death. This is... Um, heaven or hell situation. This is a decisive season. The times that we're living in, God is aligning things of paternity. And that's why you see so many, you know, so many people that that live in orphanhood. I will never run somebody out of my church, and I never have. And somebody once told, you know, my wife, you know, my spiritual mother isn't here. Well, then you need to go where where that person is. And, And So you need to be where that person is, and I told them. God has given authority to guide you, to show you where. Is someone still here with me today? Maybe somebody's thinking, you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't have come today. No, just kidding. But there are people that don't know. I speak next week on the six blessings about the OB and when I, and it's going to talk about the obedience is to guide you to show you to take you to another level to correct you to tell you brother, sister you're failing here you need to make adjustments Our soul needs to be connected with the with the paternal spirit, with the father of spirits, so that we know where to walk through, so we know how to guide ourselves as well, so we know how to obey, so we know where to walk through. This connection as well between your pastor and yourself through, um... Sheep and shepherd. As pastors, we know and when we're here to remind you about the word that was spoken over your life. The prophetic word that has been released over your life. Because many times we even forget about it. Our pastors have helped us in times of crisis. And we were, we went to a class. We were going to go learn. And right there, God spoke to us. Right? Right, pastora? We didn't have to tell the pastor anything, nothing about our problems, but simply through the Word. And that's why it says, many have masters. But not fathers. So don't be surprised if, if one day you don't show up to church and uh, on a Sunday or Wednesday and I ask you, where were you? And I, and I know some people get upset. But I have to enter. I have to enter into your spiritual life to help guide you, to help remind you. I've told my kids, like, let us know where you're at. Text me where you're at. If you're going to be home late, tell us. So same thing. I, I have to do it as your spiritual father. Why weren't you here last Sunday? A biological father is absent and me as a pastor I feel that responsibility to enter a little bit more to help help grow that person inside of you that is supposed to is supposed to be that is supposed to become lose ourselves in the middle of everything. Many, we have spoken about many times about the purpose that we have here on earth, here that we have in the land, and we must complete it as a child of God. That it may, may be prepared, that it may, that it may be affected. Marisol, Marisol is now in Texas. Before she left to Texas, Marisol lifted a whole worship team. And she came out of the church of this house with a blessing. She left with the blessing of this home. Because those who leave with a blessing, it goes well. My last pastor, he comes to preach comes to preach here sometimes. Because we left With a blessing. And we didn't know where we were going to go. We didn't know where we were going to be. But we had to tell him, Pastor, we had to go. When I got there, he asked me, You're leaving? And I said, Yes. It's time. And we didn't know where we were going. And it was like Abraham. We just had to go and, and with belief. We didn't have a location yet. And you know, when we were, you know, cutting the cake to my son's birthday, we had decided on looking at a place. The, the location started to be mentioned. And I entered into a room and I began to pray. To a restaurant after I had after I had prayed after we had gathered with some of the brothers, the place was mentioned. But God will show you where to go from here. God will show you where to, where to take your steps. We didn't have anything. When we left, God went preparing everything. We didn't even have chairs. And when we were working, when we were getting, when we were fixing things. And in that, and and one of one of those practices that the worship team was having to inaugurate, a soul was saved, and you know whose soul was saved? It was Alex Salvador. While he was working in the bathroom, he didn't know it, but the Lord was getting ready. The Lord was touching his heart. And he left running that place. But he didn't know that his life was being marked for the rest of his life. And now he's married and he has one baby and another one on the way. Because the plan designed by God never fails. And he has designed a plan for each and every one of us. We have to align the principles that God has for us. And with this whole evangelism that is going on right now that we're starting it's a need that we have felt it's a need that we've seen that needs to happen and with these boxes that we're making there are seeds being planted in each and every one of them these are the seeds that we will be giving to people that they will be seeing for the first time me and you have to have to complete what we have been designed for, what we have been called for. You can no longer live as a child in orphanhood. Break that spirit. It's time to enter and to see and to ask, where's my spiritual father? I don't always need to be hugging you. God will be hugging you. God will be embracing you. (laughs) You think my pastor was hugging me every five minutes the way I hug all of you guys? Father's Day, you guys should give me a shirt that says Super Dad. No, I'm just kidding. Something down? Did you learn something today? Did you take notes? If you didn't write anything, then why didn't you come? Why did you come? Well, no pastors, cause. Of the... Okay, I want to see notes. If you if you actually wrote notes. that God's moving over this house. And maybe you can't see what God is at the brink of doing, or maybe you can't feel what God is doing, but he's getting ready. all we can see is the affliction sometimes all we can see is is the sadness or or the situation or the problem sometimes that's all we can see but there's a new season coming there's a new time coming and i know and i believe that it's coming for this home and not just our home but over many homes maybe they don't come to congregate here but maybe they'll find their home but we'll find out and, and I know we'll touch hearts because I am no longer an orphan.